You're listening to an Englishman in the Balkans. Welcome to an Englishman in the Balkans, the podcast that takes you on a captivating journey into the heart of Bosnia and Herzegovina and the wider Western Balkans. Each episode, we delve into the rich history, vibrant culture, and hidden gems of this beautiful country. Through engaging conversations and personal anecdotes, we aim to bridge the gap between the Balkans and the rest of the world. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired, entertained, and connected. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. You're listening to the Living in Bosnia and Herzegovina podcast. It's the Living in Bosnia and Herzegovina podcast with Tamara and David. Um, and we're talking today about, um, or we were talking a little earlier on about our planned trip. But we had a technical difficulty. Yeah, we were talking about our planned trip to Berlin because there's going to be a flight from Banja Luka, hopefully in November, next month it starts, fingers crossed, COVID allowing, um, to go to Berlin because my sister lives in Berlin. And if you could only do one thing in Berlin, what would it be? I would go buy some gluck wine and watch the, the remains of the wall. Gluck wine. <laughs> gluck wine. So, gluck wine is happy wine. Gluck. You mean glue wine? Glue wine. The cooked. The cooked mulled wine. Mulled wine. Yes, molded wine. I would take a cup, like in a coffee cup, and I would go see the remains of the Berlin Wall. That's because you're a starry Yugoslav. You're an yes, old, exactly. old communist. Yes, exactly. And right? what about you? What would you do in a Berlin? Um, I would go and have um, a currywurst, which is uh, a German sausage with a curry sauce, together with German frites. Uh, and mayonnaise and the crazy thing is why do they have curry curry is more specific for england than for germany all right. um the, you know? I, I won't go through the whole story but during the occupation of um berlin which became west berlin uh, at the end of the second world war a german lady was trading um sort of like foodstuffs to the british soldiers in the british sector and she found out that they were eating sort of like curries and everything because of our Indian uh, heritage from the empire and everything. Uh, and she started to make, she thought, well, the, German, the soldiers like to eat German sausage and they also like curry. So, so if I put it together and make a curry sauce, and I can call it a curry sausage, curry first, uh, and I'll sell it to the British troops. I, I don't know whether that's a legend or it's a folk tale, but it certainly is that currywurst is sold everywhere in Germany and I believe it outsells um, the normal bratwurst fried sausage and bockwurst which is uh, boiled sausage yeah so I would like to have that oh yeah you that you can there's sausages that you can only dream of uh, in Germany so I, 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 I would do that I guess I will join you then you can also go to Berlin you can also we can also go down to the um, to the lake in the middle, uh, the Stausee uh, is it? I can't remember anyway. Uh, and uh, have a Berliner Weisser, which is German beer with um, a sort of syrup yeah. in it as well. Yeah, that, that's good. We had something similar in Graz when we went to Austria. Yeah. In the Alien. Yeah. There's a coffee bar in Alien. Yeah. The building, the blue building. That's right. 
But we won't talk about Graz because... Okay, so what are we talking about today? <laughs> so today we're talking about food and um, Zimnitsa. So what does Zimnitsa mean? Zimnitsa is like a winter food. It's food that is uh, prepared for the winter. You eat it in the winter time because uh, you don't have uh, vegetables in the garden. And uh, you just, how you say, preserve them for winter and you eat them in the winter. Because it's the end of season for the garden. You present, for example, you can make wine from the grapes that you have. Uh, you can pickle some cucumbers or some squash. Uh, then you can make ivar from paprika, which is like peppers, bell peppers, which are the um, bell peppers are... Uh, ivar is like a pate made of the peppers. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, how would you say it? Yeah, I say, yeah a paste. It's like a it's, vegetable, it's like, vegetable it's, spread. Vegetable yeah, it's spread. A, a vegetable specific. spread, definitely. And you can do many other things depending on what you have in your garden, <clears throat> like tomato sauce from tomatoes. Is it, only, is it only a rural thing? I mean, we live pretty like semi-rural lifestyle. We are in You a can village. pickle cabbage as well. Well, yeah, but doesn't that stink? And pickle onions, which I just Do, did yeah, recently. But doesn't pickled cabbage stink? Yeah, you make sauerkraut. Yeah, I know. We just had, we just had to bleep um, uh, Tamara. Tam out. Tamara but, got but, too but, emotional. But, but, but yeah. We live a semi-rural lifestyle, so it's like um, half a, a... People used to do it in the flats because they have basements well, in I was going to say, do they do that in town? For example, uh, in the middle of... They used to do it, but now, I don't know, with all these new mothers and the new health style eating junk food on the streets, they don't do it anymore. They don't even know what the Zimnica is, many people. But many people still do it. Okay, so, so let's... So it's like uh, from before, I think, generations and people from the winter. So it's mainly, it's mainly a rural thing. It's getting the produce that you've been growing throughout the spring and summer and autumn months. So for us here, and it's your dad's pet project, right? So your dad has had this year tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, there's been strawberries. Yes, but they, they don't peppers. Peppers. He's got grapes up there. Are we going to try to pickle some grapes? Yeah. Not to pickle them, to preserve them in jars. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> squash. Mm -hmm. What is tikvitsa again? T zucchini. Zucchini, and then there's patlijan, which is uh, eggplant. Eggplant, and what else? Then he's got spicy peppers, isn't he? Yes, feferonki. Feferonki, and garlic. Garlic is already preserved. Onions. Preserved. Yeah, but when the onions... We're going to plant some more onions now. Mm -hmm. So to have some green onions, because onions like colder weather. Yeah. So we're going to do it now. We're what still going to have some nice weather, but you can do onions now and green salad. Yeah. You see, that's where your Canadian, your, your Canadian in, in you comes out when you say green onions, because we call them spring onions. Spring onions. What is a spring onion, David? It's, it's always an onion a green spring. onion. Yeah, I know. Um, and your dad did some... Did he do sweet potatoes this year or just normal potatoes? No. Just normal potatoes. And I think that's it for the garden, right? That's it. So it's a lot of work keeping it. But at this time of year, we it, it's down to Zimnitzer. Our Zimnitzer was two days, or has been two, at the moment, two days of washing and cutting up into strips bell, pep bell peppers, which you call <coughs> paprika. Mm -hmm. But this year they they were pretty small and measly and yes because the weather was really bad this year we had a lot of dry very hot and dry weather no rain 
So everything this year is really bad. And you were getting annoyed with it at one stage. You, you, it was like driving you up the wall in the kitchen. We've, we should yes, have done it outside. Yes, because it's the most chilling. boring job on the planet that you can do, is to clean and cut the peppers in little strips. And when you have thousands of peppers to cut, like that's two days of cutting. We've been cutting peppers for two days. <laughs> and all we, uh, yeah, okay, but and plus uh, I have a pain in my shoulder mm -hmm. from the fall that I fold uh, two months ago, and now it's all back. I don't know. Is it because a new pill or something? So, yeah, but it's a tedious job. And we made two things. One um, on, on on the first batch. How many kilos was it in the first batch? Four, five, six. No, first batch was six kilo, and the second one around five. Okay, a so bit on, less than five. On, on that first batch, and we're going to make a video. We're going to publish a video of it in our new style, which is no music, no commentary, just like as it is. But um, last season, I think it was the first time. Correct me if I'm wrong. You made a special mustard sauce that then you put the this is the third with. season i'm making third. this see third or fourth season i'm not sure because i really like it it's so good you make a like but, but it's not traditional here is it i mean people don't i've never seen it apart from here you know paprika in mustard sauce well i don't know where it comes from i find it a recipe in a magazine that i bought in a in a kiosk but i've seen people making it before our vet, uh, our vet talked about it today, didn't he? Because he saw your post on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not mine, yours. Oh, right. Because I didn't post that. I don't think I post about mm. it. Uh, <clears throat> so the it's very piquant. It's quite strong. Some people might not be able to eat it if they don't. Because uh, some people get stomachache, like my mom. She can eat paprika in senf. But me and my dad, we love it, and we have a pretty good stomach. I like, it. I like stomach. it too. I like it. Too. And goes very well with barbecue, with meat, and things like that. And the second salad that we made was a lavachka salata, which is the same thing, but in a tomato sauce. It's uh, you make it slightly different, but uh, it's in a tomato sauce. And people usually put parsley, but I like it with oregano and garlic. Tastes the best. So two days of work, a total of ten. Maybe two and a half. Because one day we were just cutting the peppers and then yeah. we got tired. So I think the total amount that we had this year then was six, ten, ten and a half, eleven kilos in total. Around eleven kilos, I would say. But the year before, there's still some more peppers in the garden. Right, but the year before it was much, much more. Oh yes, it was much more. Yeah, we ate a lot of peppers as well throughout the season. Because we like it here, like a baked paprika salad, a roast. Roast, roasted paprika salad. So you roast your peppers in the uh, oven and then red peppers. Usually we use red peppers. You roast them in the oven, then you peel them off from the skin and then you place them on a plate and then you season them with some parsley, garlic, olive oil and a little bit of vinegar. We love eating that. I remember either the first or second year that we were here um, when your aunt came up as well. Um, um, and that year there was tons and tons and tons of bell peppers and you made Ivor. I remember that. Yeah, we did. We did. Ivor is good. I love Ivor. These skills are passed down from mother to daughter normally. Yes. yes, and you can find lots of recipes on YouTube. And uh, some people are posting grandma's Ivor, grandma's bread, grandma's style of pickled peppers, grandma's style of that. So... So you, you can find some old recipes on, on YouTube today. People are posting it. And there's lots of like cooking channel 
channels uh, like lots of ladies from Serbia from this country they're doing a lot, a lot of cooking I mean what your mother does is very traditional I mean she with a lot of things that Lily does she's conservative with a small c whereas you you're always into what's your favorite phrase with my twist with my twist yeah I have to put my twist in everything that's only because I love oregano. I would kill for oregano. You know, you said, I'm going to do pickled onions. And I thought, oh, this is going to be amazing because pickled onions... Brits. I found a recipe on YouTube. Yeah, but that's no, not, no, it's that, not that's pickled not pickle- onions. It's a quick pickled onion. I know, but it's not you pickled make it, onions like I know. You eat it in two days. You it's not pickled it. onions like I know. Because no. they're whole. They're tiny and they're, they're complete when they yeah, get Yeah, they're pickled. like a tiny, But small you made onion. these strips and you said, look, at taste this. Uh, tell you, it's like rocket fuel. What is the rocket fuel? It's so strong. It's lovely. I love onions. Like, I could not live without onion, garlic, red bell peppers, and oregano. No way I could live with these, without these. One of the things I really do appreciate being here is that there's so many things that are homemade. I love sauerkraut as well. I Ke- could eat it plain. Yeah, but when you do Kiesli Cooper sour, sour cabbage or, or, or pickled cabbage, you normally you, you don't normally boil it, do you? Or do you? No, we just put salt. You yeah, put, but when you heat you it, put, when you serve you it, when you salt. serve it as part of a dish. No, we eat it like a salad mainly, or we make it like a cooked cabbage. You see, German sauerkraut is normally like Boiled. warm, yeah, and, and they put like no, uh, we like it like slalina. salad. They put slalina in it to give it that that yeah. Porky, you can cook you, you can cook it like that with the slalina or some other meat, but uh, or you can make salma from it, from the pickled cabbage. But I I love it as a salad as well. You just put a little bit, you wash it obviously with water to get rid of the saltiness, and then you put some uh, red paprika on top, and it tastes amazing. But it's a lot of work for small output. Once again, we did 11 kilos over two days, driving each other nuts, slicing slicing this. It's Go, a hard work, yes. Yeah, it was a lot of work. And I think we've only but made... It's it. How many? 20 glasses? 20 jars, rather? Yeah, I think 10 of each. About 10 of each. So it's a lot of work. 10 of for Senf, 10 of the... Yeah. That's all you get. Because paprika shrinks once you cook it, when you mm-hmm. cook it. So what uh, your dad's done the cabbage. So the cabbage is in the big yes. butter in the big um, vat. Yeah. At the moment, he also he did, also did some sliced cabbage. Yeah, as he well. did shredded cabbage shredded, as well. Yeah. So we've got that. What else will we have? We haven't done cucumber, have we? We haven't pickled our own cucumber this year. No, because we haven't had any. We had few just to eat like this fresh, but uh, not not the good ones for pickling. Now tell me a little bit about this experiment you're going to try we don't know if it's going to work but the idea is to take the grapes now do we take them off? oh yes we take I, the, i've seen a recipe uh, on one channel that i follow from gardening i think they're from serbia that they uh preserve the grapes so you take the grapes you on, wash still them on the stalks on the stalks you wash them you take them off the stalks so they're individual and then you wash them again and then you put them in the jars then you top them up with the cold water and you put one tablespoon of sugar, like a white sugar. You close the jars and then you put them on a pot upside down. You fill up with the water and you boil them for 15 minutes. That's the pasteurization then? Yes. Uh-huh. But I will do that in the oven, my style, because I, I hate boiling things in the boiling things. And uh, we, we're going to try make two jars maybe, or f- three jars. Would you class that as the Nitzer as well? Yeah, they say it stays fresh and everything. 
I don't know. I have to try it. Because we did a video that we, I mean, we, we watch a lot of video channels now from Azerbaijan. Um, and they, they are making some really uh, amazing videos about traditional cooking. And one of the ones that we tried to copy, and I think it tasted nice when it um, was doing that beef in a jar. But use, you, uh, had, what do you call it? We call it zapping. But what's the, I don't know what the real term is when you put the meat in the pan briefly. to we'll zap it, yeah. Yeah, we zapped it in the pan and then put it in. But the guy from Azerbaijan actually took beef. He put it with uh, peppercorns and bay leaves. Yes. Without water. He salted it as well. He salted it. And then he put it in the jar. Yes. And, and he boiled it in a pot of Very water. slow cooked, wasn't slow it? Cooked, very yeah, slow for cooked. For a few hours, yeah. And he didn't open it. Now, th that's... We didn't open it. You had a hard time opening it. Yes, but what I mean is that, that they keep it then for Zimnitz. That they have meat for yeah, their Zimnitz. I don't know. I would never preserve it. I don't think that, that. that the in, in the Southeast Europe, in, this, in the Western Balkans, nobody does that. No, I mean, you, we make you, sausages, so we dry the meat, but I don't remember people seeing... We freeze freeze the meat that's the point there's going to be you do what did we do a few years ago winter pig wasn't it winter pork yes, yes winter pork so i think here for zimnitz as far as far as meat is concerned it's smoked isn't it smoked meat smoked you make sausages smoked and then the rest you freeze it and you make pork chops as well Tradic. yeah pork scratchings you make for people lard. in england pork scratchings you make lard yeah yeah. Pork scratchings, yeah. Are you glad that you do Zimnitz? You know what? I mean, you're a Next time, you okay. should try pork scratchings with curry. I heard that somewhere. I don't remember where. Pork scratchings curry. and curry? Yeah. You put a little bit of curry powder on top and you eat it. Apparently, it tastes Indian. Yeah, but you, hang on. But when you make the when you make the pork scratchings here, you do put salt over the top. Yes, but you can also put some curry. Let's make it English. How would that go down in the village? How would our neighbours, for example, if we if well, we, we make gave it them... for us, David? We don't. No, but what would, what would it, what do you think the reaction would be with our neighbours here? He if you would were think we are crazy because I don't think people here like curry as much. That's true. Lots of people don't like curry in this country. I do. I love curry. And also, but oregano for me, it's the you know, you know, you were talking about bell pepper paste, mm -hmm. Ivar. Mm -hmm. The tomato equivalent, which I like better than Ivar. It's called pinja. It's pinja. It's pinja also a zimnitzer. Yes. So only made at this time of year. Yeah. There you go. Usually. If anybody's listening to this podcast from the United Kingdom or from the United States or anywhere else for that matter, do you, wherever you are, um, make things just for winter I cannot really I mean I was a city boy I grew up in West Kensington in London so I mean you can't get further away from rural living than there and I can't ever remember that and my grand my Irish grandmother came from rural Ireland and I don't think she she made stuff for winter maybe it's only a Balkan thing I don't well know. no no because South Caucasus is you know, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Georgia, they do. Yeah, but you, we have like a lot, lots of vegetables and things and you, you don't want to let them go to waste. And you certainly cannot eat them all at once. So you got to do something with them. That's the point. Do we do anything with the apples as far as the is concerned? We didn't have many at all. But would we have done? Yeah, we make chutney every year, don't we? Yeah. Oh. 
Well, there it is. That's what we've been up to. Um, there are a lot of videos. Well, a lot of videos. There's definitely two videos coming out about what we did with the bell peppers, which really causes confusion because when I say paprika, people uh, usually think of the spice. They think of the the spicy, which is pfefferonki here, right? Yeah. And I have to say it's bell peppers, and they say, well, "Why don't they call them?" No, bell we have also spice paprika that you put in a goulash and things like that. It's mm -hmm. like a grind, dried and grind paprika. It does not have to necessarily be spicy, but it's. But you put spices with things. Yeah, I do. I like and it. And what's that, uh, that that spice that we like so much from Turkey? Sumats. Sumats. It's good on salads. It's like a lemon. Would you use sumats, Turkish sumats, for, for zimnitsa at all? No. No. Not the sort of thing that you would use? No, no. Okay. So just before we finish, we went to the vets this morning. Thank you very much to Boyan. What's Boyan's colleague's name? Stefan. Stefan and Boyan. Stefan. Stefan. Near Stefan, Stefan. Stefan. Stefan Kukilo and Bojan Ubovic. There you go. They so have a One Health. One Health vet? One Health vet. They work at the One Health vet and I think the owner is Stefan. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure. We never but we took, we took Mimisha. Mimisha. Um, and she's just come back. So we're trying to rush around and get normal things done because... She needs to be uh, two more days kept. She got, the, she got the snip because we refused to let the animals here... I don't know go natural really because yeah. there's a huge problem in the country with um, cats that feral cats and feral dogs and everything like that yes so how's Mimsha <laughs> that's it okay right so that's it thanks for listening and we'll catch you soon very the, soon on the next one on the next one don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch all the videos that and our making. blog and our newsletter and all the links are below yes say Say ciao for now in Srpski. Ciao for now in Srpski. Vidimo se sutra. Doviđenja i prijatno. Narode, uživaj! That's a wrap for this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed finding out a little more about both Bosnia and Herzegovina and the wider Western Balkans. If you've enjoyed this journey as much as we enjoy bringing it to you, please take a moment to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us tremendously and makes a huge difference. Thank you once again for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it.